What's going on? Welcome to the No Mongo Podcast. My name is Rick Beta, and this is episode number 65. It's a weekly show about all things skateboarding, and if you're new, welcome to the show, and thanks for tuning in. And if you're an OG, you know, NMP crew member, I appreciate it. really do. Thank you for all the support. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Rick Beta. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-T-A. And you know you can always email the show, nomongopodcast at gmail.com. Let's get started. Sounds good. So I checked out, I was a little kind of lazy on videos last week. I didn't watch as many as I probably could have or should have. It's just one of those weeks. But anyways, one that really stuck out for me was uh, Pickpocket uh, Manufacturing. So Pickpocket MFG released their latest video. It's like a posse video. They had one... Um, I think it was like a year or two ago and that one was only about like four minutes long or something no actually no yeah it was six seven minutes but this one was actually close to 11 minutes long so and they had um you know four parts five dudes i'll explain more on what that means later so four parts five dudes but that's a good thing trust me so they started off with a uh, jesse arrowwood dude was in a full-on neck brace like a neck cast like you have to see it to explain like basically if you like you know you broke your neck or just something really bad happens you need to kind of prop that bad boy up but he was jo- he was joking about it but i was like man i can't imagine what it feels like to wear something like that you know and hopefully knocking on semi wood here i don't have to ever feel or experience that but i was like how do you sleep with that like do you sleep sitting up do you even not do you not sleep at all i you know, just, I just was thinking that anyways, but I was just like, yeah, I just, it took me a couple minutes to kind of get past the whole neck brace thing. So moving on to his skateboarding, of course, his skills, you know, I was uh, checking my notes now. He, he did a couple like tail slides, nose slides with one foot kind of hanging off, you know, I was like, huh, maybe that's, you know, he, he was warming up. <laughs> but um, the main thing I wanted to point out about his part is that I got to admit, his song selection was very, it was like distracting for me, you know, and this is just me, right? It just, I felt it wasn't a good fit for a skate video part, and it just kind of took away from his skating. I mean, the rest of the soundtrack and the whole video worked for me, but I just had to mention that the soundtrack just didn't, you know, work for me, but he almost got ran over about two minutes and 21 seconds, and he didn't even flinch, so it doesn't matter about the music. The guy gets locked in. More on his skating as well. He did a, a, it was like a quadruple stair set that he did. He hollied down. So basically the equivalent of 44 stairs in total, right? Stayed focused the whole time. There's cars kind of zipping by. It was a biker. Two minutes and 28 seconds that that car zipped by right as he was about to do that last time. He was just locked in. A straight up dedication. And of course, had a pretty big ender. Whole crew was stoked. That was was all about. That was a very cool moment. So Jesse's part, I enjoyed it. Did not enjoy the song. I'm just shrugging right now. So sorry. And then of course they they segue to Mr. Josh Stafford. So the man, the main man, I should say, behind the brand, the sewer, you know, himself, the guy who does all the work for the brand. A couple notes that I or tricks that I mentioned that he or noted that he did. 50-50 shove it over that DIY spot. So he did a 50-50 grind, shove it out. Very cool. I mean, that was probably, what, at least four feet high maybe with like two feet of vert. That That's gnarly. I mean, the DIY spot alone, but I don't know. To pop shove it out of that 
Very, very cool. Very cool. And also, too, I, I noted his backside 180 late shove. Okay. Smooth. Very smooth. I'll never get tired of seeing either those front side or back side. You know, I mentioned runes. He did one in his recent video. This time around, it's a backside one. I just love 180 late shove it, front side or back side, whatever. They, I, when done right, when done correctly, it's a beautiful trick to see. So, checking my notes again. I get TNT vibes from this guy. Same kind of style. Dude goes fast and goes big. So, I was like, if you squint or maybe like a see a silhouette, you might convince him with Trujillo. You know, just saying. That's, that's kind of what the vibe I get from him. So, And what do you know? I asked for for more vert footage recently, and I got some. You know, it was uh, I was kind of like, well, look at what we have here. That huge bonus at five minutes thirteen seconds was very nice, but I kind of felt disappointed though because that vert part, the angle was not really that great. It was too close of like a shot shot selection it was like really crammed, very crammed. But and I wanted more footage, so that's I had to chime in on the vert side of things. So. But my favorite part of the video is up next. They, they, it was the, actually, I call it the next and best shared part. This was great. Clay Kreiner, CJ Titus. And all I got to say is it, it was kind of like they were trying out for the synchronized skate team <laughs> or at least just kind of half doing their own thing on one side, back-to-back -back locations and then swapping boards and, you know, doing their own versions. It's, it's hard to explain, but yes, it was a shared part. Some synchronization was going on, but it was great. I rewound that. I didn't finish the video. I rewound that part, watched it over again because there's great camera angles. Like if you pause it at 6 minutes, 13 seconds, that right there, that's like a cover-worthy like pick. You know, whether it's a DVD, a website, a magazine, it was a great shot of the two of them. And then they turned around, did it again backside. So, you know, little things like that. It was, it was great, great camera work, too, starting at 6 minutes and 23 seconds, that whole run. Just watch that. The back and forth, the camera angles, it really, really stood out. It was very cool. So just want to acknowledge that. One of my favorite tricks to see, that frontside flip that Clay did at 7 minutes, 26 seconds. Very nice. I paused that right then. And then CJ, of course, followed up with one as well. You know, it was, it's... It's hard to say over oh, the, the podcast, but watch it. It's a very cool shared part. But Clay, Clay stole the show. He he had he had that ender. It was a padless, helmetless, melon five forty at that park. That was crazy. And then they had, of course, skater number five, Guy Azulai. He did I had to do a, like a triple take. That line around nine minutes and forty four seconds. I was like, wait, did he just do a late shove? It was really easy to miss it, like the angle, the speed, all that almost made it seem like an illusion. Then, you know, my, my brain, it didn't even register at first that that was a backside late shove. So, and I, I, I swear, like the average user probably would not see that, or maybe if you're a little tired or you had a beverage or two while you're watching it and you're like, wait, huh? I didn't even notice that. So I had to, I had to rewind that. I kind of had to do a double take. So, so yeah, it was, like I mentioned, four parts, five skaters, that shared part. Very cool. Two thumbs up right now, if you can see me on the, the non-video footage. But overall, it, it was only 11 minutes long. Time well spent. I love the shared part, as I mentioned, and I'll include it in the, the link in the show notes. Or you can check it out. It's on the Transworlds uh, website or their YouTube page. So if you're in the mood for, like, you know, something 
refreshing at 11 minutes. And you also, if you want to support the brand, check out their website as well. I was looking at their tees. Be sure to go into the um, the one-off section. They got a lot of cool stuff in there. Ooh, let me get some water. It's currently, what, 95 degrees in San Jose. So in the No Mongo Studios, it feels like 1 million degrees. Hope you are staying cool wherever you are if it happens to be hot. I'm fanning myself right now. Oh, boy. So next up, I wanted to talk about skating in your dreams. And I know I don't mean like one day I want to be able to do, you know, like insert trick here one day. I mean your actual dreams. And this was inspired by a dream I had the other day. And I, I just, I knew right away I woke up my, I have to talk about this. It's just, there's so cool slash crazy but you know and and just a kind of a side note i usually dream or i guess at least i remember them if i'm lucky a few times a week you know and i say i'm lucky because most of the time you know i mean there's so many factors that come into play and of course the science behind it we can have a whole different conversation but for the most part we all dream many of us just don't remember it right we have multiple dreams every single day we wake up we forget about them. So, and I used to be really diligent about waking up and immediately like writing down my dreams. I used to do that all the time. I found a bunch of my old notebooks, crazy notes in there. <laughs> you know, it, it just it was fun to log it, but I need to get back into doing that. So I'm going to hold myself accountable. I'm going to start literally a piece of paper or pad and pen, whatever, right next to my bed. So when I do have dreams, I want to write them down, especially skateboarding ones. So nevertheless, this particular dream it had me skating at a park, right? It was at an elementary school, blacktop, near the basketball courts, to be exact. There weren't too many people around, from what I remember. But it was present day. because but, but the funny thing is, I wasn't wearing a mask, so it wasn't too present, right? I was my current age, because I wasn't, you know, I, I looked and felt exactly like I do today. and Or at least it appeared to be that way. And my, But my skills, though, my skills were like... As if I were still, I was still in like my 20s, maybe early 30s, you know, not where it like everything aches and I have to warm up forever. It just felt real, felt good. I just, you know, basically what I did is I, I, I pushed a few times, pushed a few times. And I was heading towards, if you know, in elementary schools, they have those water fountains, you know, on the wall. And they got the two little nozzles on each side. Skating right towards the wall right next to that, right? So it's about waist high. You know, I proceeded to push one last time, getting just the right amount of speed. Headed smack to the wall. Boom. Front side wall right over it. And I jumped off kind of mid-wall right. You know, kind of like I was doing a test. Like, all right, can I do this? And I knew I had it. It felt so right. It felt good. So I grabbed my board, skated towards, like, my starting point again. Pushed a few times. Pushed a second, third time. Rolled up over the fountain, like, up and over so perfectly, so smooth. I could feel and hear the sound of the wheels as kind of as I was screeching towards the, the bottom slash landing. Stuck the landing, rolled away. Felt so good. Felt so good. Of course, like many of us, I mean, this is in a dream, but I was like, all right, now I want to get this on video. <laughs> you know, so I was looking around. I just remember looking around. And of course, remember, like, this is a trick that I could do. Actually, a trick I was able to do back in the day. I haven't done them in a while. I could do frontside and backside wall rides back in the day. I always preferred the feeling of frontside. So maybe that's why my brain's like, yeah, remember this feeling? Hey, here's a little dose for you. I just haven't done them in a while. 
but this dream took me right back. So, but like I mentioned, as I, as many of us do, we're like, oh shoot. So I pulled out my phone. I was looking around for anybody to film me. I'm like, cause I'm like, I was skating by myself. I was skating solo. And I just happened to notice across the way is an old friend from like school slash my early skater days, skating days, Peter Dion. So what's up, Peter? You were in my dream recently. It was very random. Yes. Shout out to you, man. But the last time I saw him was, it was last year, just randomly at an Ignite concert. We were like, oh, hey, what's up, dude? But I was glad he was at the park today, that day in my dream. I gave him my phone. I hit record and proceeded to you know, push a few times, getting right the right speed, of course. Boom, right? I'm going to repeat this. I'm going to get this on film. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to get this, and I'm going to match the, the previous attempt, right? So I hit the wall up and over everything felt so right the sounds the smell i could feel the air everything boom and then i woke up <laughs> i was like oh are you kidding me it's like no come on i wanted to at least get one for the you know the footage or the the, the gram as they say but then of course i did like many most of us do right we all have done this before you tried to go right back to sleep all right, dude, maybe if I go right back to sleep, I can fit, pick up where I started off and finish this. You know, I needed to land. I need to get it on film. I was on a mission. But nope, I was wide awake. Because you know, the reason why, I was, I was feeling the adrenaline rush from the, the, the make before. Like, the excitement. I was pumped. I was stoked. <sighs> I mean, seriously, that the one I landed, it was perfection. It felt so good. And I remembered after I, I woke up, I remember seeing Tommy Guerrero do one back in the day. Except he had to use like a small lawn tramp to get over it, up and over it. Nah, not me. Not me. I was I slapped onto that wall and just rolled over like nothing. <laughs> in my dreams, of course. But, it, I mean, it felt so real, but it wasn't. And, you know, because I couldn't go back to sleep, you know, I was like, all right, I'm just going to fire my phone. And what I did, I Googled skateboard dream symbols you know just for kicks i was wide awake then and i i used to use this for logging my dreams back in the day too it's like you know looking up what some might mean you know the interpretations i mean the problem is that you look it up you're gonna get millions of different answers so here's what i found when i just looked for it for skateboard okay so here's one skateboards to see or ride a skateboard in a dream represents choices or a direction in life that requires intermittent effort work or sacrifice Okay, yeah, seems about right. And the next sentence, they said, comfortable progress that requires occasional attention to responsibilities, smooth progress with some form of occasional requirement. All right. And then I looked up another one, too. A skateboard suggests you are successfully moving through a phase that requires you to keep carting, no, keep caring about a problem or obligation. Okay, here's another one. To see or ride a skateboard in your dream indicates that you have the gift of making any difficult situation look easy. You carry yourself with style, grace, and composure in the hardest situations. So, And it says, alternatively, the dream signifies your free and fun-loving side. I'm like, all right, see. But you get what I'm saying? Like, if you look long enough, you're going to see all these different interpretations. You know, you can tell you what you want from those, but they're just kind of fun to look at. And it's not only just for skateboards, it's for everything. Like, you see a snake in your dream. You see a banana. You see cars you're falling you're flying you know there's so many different things right so th those are just a couple examples that i i looked up which are pretty interesting to figure i'd share and knowing of course i wanted to have this as one of my topics today i mentioned it on social media and you know a couple of you guys already chimed in which is great i mentioned hey you got any you know 
skate related dreams you want to mention i'll mention on the show and i'll and i'll just use their their handles right now but here are some that i got and I'll, i can mention mention some more next week but at here's a pro tip uh, he chimed in stating that when he skates in his dreams he has like shane o'neill style like perfection so that's a good one to have that's a fun one like you could just you could do whatever you want and you know it's going to be smooth and, and just stylish but he also mentioned too he, he had has this dream where he the feeling of anxiety when he's about to jump the Springfield Gorge. <laughs> I was like, that one would be intense. I got a little bit of a fear of heights. So I, I, I know how that one would feel like in my dream. <laughs> uh, at Mike Munzenreiter, of course, shout out mostly skateboarding. He continually has one about an eight stair crooked grind attempt. However, he says, of course, when it goes bad, you know, like he doesn't land it right away. Right as he was about, he's about to get bodied. He just shudders awake. So, and that's like that one kind of sucks because you you still wake up, like your heart's racing, you're feeling like the the adrenaline. But the good thing is that you didn't actually take the slam, but you still feel the effects. So that, I had to mention that one. So, and uh, at Dave underscore Pike fourteen, shout out skatefulness. He had me cracking up. <laughs> he actually had one the other night. He said. He had a dream that he did a front shove down the stair, a, a stair set, only to be woken up by his wife after he accidentally kneed her in the butt. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. So funny. And at Grip Thumb, very similar too. He says he's able to do perfect front big spins, regular switch, but he says that he most likely accidentally kicks his girlfriend in the leg all the time or in the back or wherever in his sleep. So I'm sure there are many partners out there, whether they believe it or not. They're on the bad end of a lot of these skateboarding dreams where they're getting kicked or whatever. So I just thought I'd, I, that was just funny to mention that two of you guys had similar. And, of course, uh, at Dale Cup, so shout out D at Skate Party Skateboards. She accidentally kicked the wall next to her bed. Yeah, literally, like, kicked her toe, and it hurt because you woke up. You're like, ow, why am I hurting? Why did I Oh, yeah, I had a dream about skateboarding. No wonder. So these things happen. And these are just a couple that I gathered this week. So if you have one you want to share and you haven't done so yet, this is what I'm talking about. I want to hear your stories about your skate dreams. You know, I was like, do I have like, because I, I do dream a lot, as I mentioned, but I don't dream a lot about skateboarding. And I don't go, I don't start my night off or I have a couple, see, I could go on about this. I don't go into the night going, okay, I'm going to dream about this topic or this specific thing. I do on one, but I, I don't want to divulge it. But so to have skateboarding dreams, is kind of cool. And it's like, do I have skatosis right now? I'm dreaming like skateboarding and dreaming and I'm feeling it's 24 seven. You know, it's like I had to make this a topic. So I hope you guys have more stories you want to share. I'll read some more next week or the week after. I don't care if you guys got a million of them. I find this fascinating. I've always been fascinated with dreams and how just they affect your waking life. You know, it just because, I mean, some of these feel so real. That wall ride I did felt so real. I loved the feeling. I know exactly how it felt to do that frontside wall ride. And I, oh, I did not write his name down, but um, someone also chimed in. I'll mention it next week. He did, he did like kickflip five o's and stuff like that and well, well actually do you know how to do those in real life and he's like yeah i do so there's that too there are times when people know learn how to do tricks in their dreams and then carry it on to real life so they're oh i'm having a problem i need to tweak it do this or whatever so there's so many different fascinating stories i cannot wait to hear about your guys so email them to me or hit me up on social media 
nomongopodcast at gmail.com. I am very, very curious to hear about your quote-unquote dream skate session. So I'll mention some more next week in case you didn't have time or didn't even know that this was a topic and we can all chime in. So in the meantime, if you want to hit up nomongo.com, I'll talk to you on Saturday. I am going to get out of here and drink a ton of water. It is, like I said, it's 95 degrees in the Nomongo studio right now, and I am sweating buckets. So hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you on Saturday. You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. Ha, ha, ha.